Welcome to episode 58 of Honestly Unbalanced. This week, we're going a slightly different direction. We talk to the founders of Yoga Games. Yoga Games is Scandinavia's largest yoga event. It's an amazing conference that happens in Stockholm, Gothenburg, Malmo in Sweden, and Copenhagen in Denmark. And the founders of it are Andreas and David. And we chat to them about their history from running nightclubs and fashion shows to running conferences about yoga, building a company based on passion, treating employees like family, holding a big vision for positive change, how they actually organize event and find their yoga teachers and how they practice yoga off the mat as well. It's a great conversation with two very honest, very humble guys who are just looking to change the world in their own way. As always, we can hook you up with a few deals. If you want to practice yoga on the best yoga mat in the world from a very responsible company in every sense, you can get 10% off Lifeform yoga mats with code HUSLER, H-U-S-L-E-R, all caps. And over the last year, we've been working with MP, which is a clothing branch of my protein, uh, and we've been wearing their clothes, and their clothes are awesome, particularly their new yoga range which is called composure you can actually get on average it's about 37 percent. it changes based on any kind of sales they have or like but ultimately you can always get the biggest discount available with code the hustlers all caps uh, and on average it's about 37 percent off and but that is not just for clothing that is for all their protein stuff their supplements everything you can get on the my protein website we get a massive discount on. So you go ahead and enjoy that code. Just for a little bit of context, this episode was recorded late 2021. Uh, at that point, Yoga Games Stockholm was due to go ahead actually this month, January. Due to COVID and regulations in Sweden, it had to be cancelled, unfortunately. Hopefully, We'll be back there next year. But if you're looking to go to one of the Yoga Games events, Malmo is coming up, Gothenburg. So yeah, have a little look at their website if you fancy any of their other events. And one final thing, please feel free to head to our website to check out the other things that we do. We have an online platform featuring sound healing and lots of yoga. I've got a mentoring program coming up for yoga teachers and Holly has courses full of sound magic for anyone that is interested. So have a look at thehustlers.com, adamhustler.com or hollyhustler.com. And one final thing you can do for us is if you enjoy any of these episodes, if you enjoy what we chat about, please do like, do share, do rate, do anything you can to support us. It's massively appreciated. Enjoy the episode, guys. Honestly, unbalanced. You organize amazing yoga conferences. Like actually, the best I've ever been to, and I've taught and been to many. Uh, and there was something special about yours, yeah. but you haven't been able to do it. Well, you've done, have you done one since COVID? Two. And how we, did we were done? It, yeah, we're now after, uh, after Corona, yeah. We were done uh, in Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one, I was. Six weeks ago, we we did Copenhagen, and for and uh, four weeks ago, we did uh, Gothenburg. And how did they go? 
Yeah, they, they were going pretty well. I think we, we, we get a really good start in Copenhagen. This was the first event, event ever in uh, Copenhagen. So we had sold tickets before Corona. So uh, we moved some tickets from before Corona and sold a little bit in the end. But it, it was quite a good event. We were really happy with the event. And what, <laughs> and, were, what were people like, like in terms of... Ha- yeah, obviously some people might be scared, I guess, but were people quite up for it? Were people doing the whole hugging and were people excited? What was the atmosphere? The atmosphere was great. It wasn't really hugging, but all the rest was there. The feeling was there, the atmosphere was there. But we have to, to remember the ones that came were not the afraid ones. Yeah, yeah, so yeah the, of course. the ones that came were accepting, okay, we're doing this event together. We're having this experience together. So it was a great premiere, first time in Denmark, as David said. And the people who came were very, very happy. We were happy about the event. So it's really something to, to build on uh, for the coming years. Yeah. And so we carry on. I feel like you were going to lead on from that and I was going somewhere uh, else. Did you, you did you focus on bringing, did you have a mixture of like local teachers and international or did you just for ease have lots of local teachers? No, we have, we have, we have uh, uh, international teachers mixed with local teachers. We do it in every single event. If we are like in Stockholm, we have local teachers from Stockholm and all over from Sweden, but uh, more uh, concentrate on Stockholm, if you, uh, the, uh, the Swedish uh, teachers. And uh, if we are in Copenhagen, we have local uh, teachers from Copenhagen mixed together with international teachers. And ho- hopefully they all got there okay. Remember Michael Wong tried to get to Sweden yeah, for something? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't your event. It was something else. And I it think was the week before, yeah. yeah he yeah. went. He went to Stockholm, then got sent back to the airport, then came again, then got completely denied, yeah. and had to go back. Like four, to four, Nightmare. four plane journeys in the space of like twenty-four hours. Mm. Horrific. I would love to yeah. know, um, you know, where you where you guys started the history of yoga games, how it all came to be where it is today. What what was the beginning? Yeah, Andreas, you can. All right. <laughs> I heard, I heard, I, I, we have said it many, many times now, but this is a really great story, Andreas. <laughs> kind of a great story, yes. Me and David were running this event company. We were doing events for other companies, like branding events, premieres, and everything. So we're doing just a, a normal event companies, and we were very interested in in health and training and everything. But so we, we were running a lot, training, working out, and then I met Johanna who was really uh, uh, into yoga, yoga teacher in Sweden, who is now my wife, but 10 years ago she wasn't, 12 years ago she wasn't. So we went on this trip to Portugal on this training camp and she invited us and gave us like a special prize. So we thought, okay, let's do it. We do some CrossFit and running and the others can do the yoga thing. <laughs> and then, uh, so we did it with a goal to find a new project for our company. So we were sat, me, David, and two other owners at the time, we sat down for three, four hours every day trying to you know, brainstorm how, how do we going to do the next move in our company, which, which customers are we going to have, which kind of events are we going to have. We were aiming to have an event that we owned, so we had, we had control over the event because so many other uh, jobs were cancelled last minute, there was nothing we could do about it and everything. So, yeah. so we were there a week, we almost only did yoga we were like this yoga bliss like you can't be if you yeah. do it haven't done it and you do it twice a day for a week uh, and you're like wow this is this is it this mm-hmm. is this is the one this is real this makes an impact so we really really like we're leaving that week with a spark in our eyes mm-hmm. for this newfound love of yoga and thinking that 
all our friends should do this, all our friends should do this. But we hadn't put the dots together that this is what we're going to do. That was first on the flight magazine back home that one of us uh, wrote an article about um, a yoga festival in Italy. And he just came running in the midway of the airplane. Guys, guys, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. I found it. I found it. And we were like, yes, of course. This is what we're going to do. So uh, then they, it was easy because it was not the job. It was like a passion that we were like, okay, we've got to do this. We've got to start the biggest yoga event in Scandinavia or Northern Europe. And that was 2010. And... Uh, yeah, uh, just just one thing. Uh, you were talking about passion, and Andreas, and uh, I, uh, I could go a few years uh, before that when, when me and Andreas were sitting down. We, uh, and yeah, what were we going to do? We create a company. We start a company. What what, what are we going to do? We don't know. We're going to start a company because we like each other and we, and we, <laughs> and we like to do things together. Then we started with, with the nightclubs. Oh, wow. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, like, I think about 2005 or something. So we're starting up with nightclubs because we come from, we had work as a bartenders and uh, we, Andreas uh, run, uh, uh, was running a nightclub and a restaurant down in, in Greece, in, in Kos. So we uh, met, uh, met down in Kos and uh, then we, when we come back to Sweden, we, we started the company and we start to work with the, with the yeah, nightclubs and do big nightclubs. <laughs> And we were, it was the beginning of this DJ era. So we uh, had, uh, yeah, when DJs start to be, yeah, the DJs were, were in the corner and then the, uh, 2005 or something like that, it started to take the DJs in the middle. The DJs yeah. was the was the thing. So we started there to create and create the really big nightclubs and we, we really love it. And yeah, and we did it for a few years and, and, and we get older and there was not fun anymore. So, <laughs> so it, it was only passion driven. And, uh, and we, of course, we w- want to do, uh, do some money, of, of course, but it was passion in, in, in the uh, in, from, from, from the heart to do things we, we, we like. And to do yoga games is almost the same that we did before in the nightclubs is you you want to have a good experience for the customers you uh, you want to organize you want to do it bigger better than everyone and you want to do it in in our way so yeah amazing and it sounds like the passion is for each other as well oh so that's sorry that you actually want yeah <laughs> that you want to do stuff to, but how nice to find someone that you actually are on a similar not a similar path but a similar wavelength mm, and you yeah. actually want to both work hard and do stuff together Forever, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. At first, in the beginning, we, we, we lived together as well because we couldn't afford uh, separate uh, livings. So we, we shared the same apartment. We walked to the office. We were sitting uh, opposite to each other, looking at each other. And then we walked home, cooking. And then we, so we lived together and we worked together uh, like 24-7 in the first years. And you're still yeah. here, so, going uh, strong. Yeah, I think it's 16 or 17 years now we had the company. Yeah. Wow. And what was there a gap between the DJing and the nightclub and the yoga games? Or did you just, was that, did that come to a natural organic end and then you swiftly moved on to yoga games or how did that kind of work? Well, there was a gap for a few uh, years where we mostly did uh, fashion shows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not exactly passion driven, but mm-hmm. we did it. <laughs> and is that still part of your world now or is, it, is your focus purely kind of yoga and yoga world? 
It's purely yoga. A purely yoga, purely yoga, yeah. yoga event. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So you, so you only, comp- sorry, go on. So the company is a lot smaller. So it's only us now. Back then we had more people working with us, but now it's only us and we only do what we really have our passion about. So to get this right, you only did yoga, <clears throat> sorry, for one week before you decided you wanted to make a big business. Is that right? You said you did it intensively for a week and that's when you fell in love with yoga. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. am- that's amazing. That is wonderful marketing Ooh. for yoga retreat. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, if you're at home, if so, you want to change your life, come to my retreat. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh, I, think, I think yoga retreat is one of our competitors now. So no, don't go on yoga. <laughs> no, come, come, come to yoga games instead. It's easier. It's super intense yoga retreat. And you yeah. know what? I, I said to you earlier, it's one of the best kind of conferences mm. I've been to. Like a lot of conferences I've been to are organized by yogis that have no background in organization uh, or marketing etc they're people that have just done yoga for a long time and decided they want to gather people together and good on them it's nice to create something but often kind of they're very disorganized the schedules don't match up they don't quite know how to make money so the money is made just by kind of filling it with stalls and renting space out other ones i've been to as well seem purely like sales conferences where it's mainly about stalls with one or two yoga classes here and there. Mm. Because what's quite unique about yours is everyone that is there is really passionate about actually doing yoga and doing the classes. Mm. There's not too much, you know, there's four or five rooms full, you know, consecutive classes, but everything just goes so fluidly. Mm. There is no fluff. Did you visit loads of conferences before you decided how you wanted to do it or did you just apply the skills you already had and think let's just apply that to yoga and we know what we're doing well it's it's a mix of, it's a mix of that yeah we, we 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 were a small part of a big event in stockholm called the nike blast who did a, a big uh, event training event and we uh, we liked their model of making the event it was mainly about training but we thought uh, they also had a small part of stalls and that like like our event but we just focus on yoga, but we also we also went to, to the London Yoga Show and all of these uh, yeah. to, to see how it was. And uh, back in Germany and Croatia, the Guru Festival, and so we visited some of them. And uh, but the Bali Spirit Festival, so you mm. know, you take some bits and parts of everything that you like. Uh, London Show, London Yoga Show was something totally different. We didn't want, we don't want to do that. We didn't want to do that. That was uh, mainly stalls. So, yeah. uh, and you didn't get the. F- the vibe, the feeling that we want. Um, yeah. The, so, yeah, so it's a mix of what you just said uh, to find. But we, we were really, um, we were really uh, uh, inspired by, by the Nike event, I, I would say. Yeah. But, but I also, also think that <laughs> we'll go back to the nightclubs again. When, when we were on the nightclub with it for many years, and um, me and Andreas, we would work really intensive with the atmosphere and 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 the culture with all the, the uh, all the people who works on, uh, on the nightclub. Uh, I remember we we had a really good club in in, in Gothenburg. And then we want to move the whole concept to Stockholm, and we moved like everything, even the the guy we really like who, who, who washed the, all the ash trees and the and and, and the glass in the, mm-hmm. in the dish the dishwasher we took the dishwasher yeah we must have the dishwasher <laughs> with us uh, to Stockholm to the nightclub because he's part of the the family we had. 
he, he's really amazing as well. He he was he, he was really he was amazing guy. But the DJ and the and the and we had the pointer. Everybody was moving like a whole yeah, the whole concept. And the thing about I was talking about the DJs when we uh, when we noticed that the D, the DJs starting to, to be something. We saw that if if we treat the the DJ really good and and we are really happy that just that DJ. Uh, are coming to our event uh uh the the, the djs thought it was oh they think that we were nice and we had, had a good experience and and the dj today is is the yoga teachers to, today yes mm. yeah uh, that's interesting what you say about kind of creating a family and you know a, a group of people that get what you're about because as a as a conference, you know, you're, every year isn't a completely different lineup, is it? It's not like Glastonbury, where it's just completely different every year with different headliners. It's something more than that. You have, of course, new teachers occasionally, but equally, as a, you know, I've been to Stockholm, what, three times now, now, maybe four times. And there's lots of teachers that I see every year. And it feels like kind of a coming home, a returning. Aww, and you have a yeah. group of people that really kind of want to see each other and get what it's about. And students that it's nice to come back so how do you find that balance between creating that community creating that family but also keeping things fresh and adding novelty yeah it's a good question uh, we try to renew like 50 percent of the teachers each time uh, in the same city you know so so if for stockholm for instance where you have been a lot uh we try to to have 50 percent new teachers the, the year after if but they can't be teachers that have been there before so it's just oh, this year uh, he wasn't here this year but he was here last year so uh, we, it's like some teachers come like almost every second year mm. so it, it's it's very unique to be there every year almost like you've been at i mean not many who have i'm been gonna there, i'm gonna outstay but... my welcome <laughs> 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 what, what was the first ever yoga games like what it this? was Gothenburg, yeah. yes. Yeah. Gothenburg, just four months after we came back from the retreat. So things happened real quick. Wow, gosh. And our biggest concern was how we're going to fit all the people who's going to come. It's going to come like 2,000 people. That's a good concern. Yeah. Came yeah, it's a good concern. Came 250, though. So, 250? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, you had big vision. <laughs> yeah, we had big vision. We believed in it until the, the day before. We were like, wow, it's not, there's not going to be 2,000 people. It's going to be 300. <laughs> so we lost a lot of money. So, uh, of course, we did. Uh, it was a big gambling uh, that we really, really believed in. But, but, but it, we saw nice things we saw we, we we really saw a feeling uh we moved people people we we gave them a experience they've never had before and uh, we, we we were so sure that all the 300 people that were there will bring a friend next year mm. yeah they will come and they will bring a friend next year and that's how we, we we're not we're not big enough to to make a real marketing uh, plan to, to make a real uh, marketing strategy so we have to be as good as the students will come back and bring friends mm. otherwise we will never make it so that, that's kind of how we build up each city so that that was the main goal in copenhagen this year when we opened our first event in denmark it has to be as good as so they will come back and they will bring a friend so this is kind of uh, what happened in gothenburg 11 years ago and mm. what we think what happened in in, in copenhagen six weeks ago and did you have uh, a vision to expand and become bigger and bigger or did you just sort of take it one step at a time? 
I think we have to take it one step at a time. Actually, mm. the the strategy there is, uh, and we had no real strategy for open more cities because it's so in like for Copenhagen, for example, it was a girl who had Copenhagen yoga festival, and uh, but she 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 don't want to have it anymore, uh, so uh, she she come to us and ask if she can be a part of yoga games and start yoga games in Copenhagen. So that was not our strategy. Right. It was like uh, conventions. Yeah. So. Yeah. And what is what is the long term goal? Like for not for you in, individually, but what's the long term goal for the uh, for yoga games? The long term goal is to uh, to make the, uh, this sounds really cheesy, but it's to make Love a better cheese. to make a better place. You know, to make Aww. the world better. You know, we impact people, and the, these people impact the, all the people that they met. A lot of people that come to your games, they are teachers themselves, so they go home to their studio and, and they they they. they they bring out the good message that they have received at Yogi. And so the big goal is like doing this uh, and making it bigger, impact more and more people each year. So, so it's not like a business goal we have uh, in the strategy. It's like to, to impact as many people as we can in a good way. That's so lovely. I yeah. think, yeah, go on. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, this was, this is almost the, 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 the most, important thing when we're standing on sundays when the last day after the last class uh, on sunday when people going home and you can see their faces we, we uh, and uh, and we can see that they, they they take the energy from from yoga games uh, and bring to the families their working place their uh, yeah all over and we can see uh, that it spreads in a really good way i mean the more awareness to the people the 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 the, the, the better is the it is for the society so yeah i think when yeah. your intention is to make the world a better place you can't be anything but successful really well, maybe. Oh, you, you can't. The last two years hasn't been really successful. <laughs> well, that's true. Not successful at all. <laughs> so, so but, but when it runs and we can make a living on it, we're really happy. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, in terms of building it, did you have to, I guess, that's one thing that I find, again, unique to you, is you really partner with lots of local studios. You seem to know the studios that are in Sweden. You seem to have a relationship with them. When you did the online thing during lockdown, it was so lovely to see that people practicing in their studios. Like studios were properly invested in it. Like I guess that wasn't your initial strategy. I guess initially you were you didn't have those relationships. But how have those relationships helped you? And how have you how have you cultivated them without studios seeing you as some kind of competition? <laughs> Well, I think that was David who talked about is we're not very close to the studios, but we're close to the teachers. Mm. Uh, the teachers are very valuable for us. Uh, sometimes they teach at our conference or sometimes they come as a, as a guest. So we, we try to, to treat the teachers uh, with a lot of respect and they do in hard work. And because they are teaching at their studio, more people can come to our event. So the teacher, all the teachers in Sweden uh, or around is very important uh, for us and we treat them like they are important to us. So I think it's the teachers... Uh, we have tried to have a, a good relation with I think that's the way and then the teachers are sometimes owning the studios so it mm. comes uh, hand in hand yeah just a, a slightly different angle you said that you started uh, practicing yoga and this birthed yoga game so is yoga still a constant practice for you in in your life and how do you think yoga has impacted your life and your journey 
whoever wants to go first. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do yoga uh, once in a week. I do a lot of running and uh, things like that. Um, CrossFit, but 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 yoga is uh, it's really important. Um, I love to do these classes. Now nowadays I do it uh, mostly online because you have small kids and you live outside Gothenburg. It's it's not the best studios around here. Everything is about time when you have like two small kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, but it's uh, it's magic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, for me, it it's changes all the time. Sometimes I do a, a practice, asana practice, and I'm really into that and do yin yoga for a half a year or whatever. But right now I'm doing yoga, I think I do yoga, but I'm not doing many asanas. Mm-hmm. But I think I, I, I live yoga. I, I think of yoga and I think I do the other part of yoga that is not that much on the yoga mat, yeah. I would love to say. I would love to think I do. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I I remember uh, the, uh, um, I, I was not doing so much yoga. I was like ten years ago, and uh, Rusty Wells uh, come uh, oh, for the first time. Love him, uh, and uh, and we have a great uh, weekend together. It was uh, amazing to have him, and uh, and I told him that I don't I don't I don't I don't do so much yoga. And he said that, uh, yeah, you're doing a lot of yoga. You do in your daily practice, in your daily life. And I, ah, okay. You know, from the beginning, you, you think that it's all only on the mat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, he was, uh, yeah, uh, he, 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 he got me thinking in a wider protect, in a bigger way about yoga. And I, ah, okay, you can leave yoga. It's bigger than the, on the mat. Okay. <laughs> How have you like selected the team you work with and how have you selected teachers over time? Uh, what's been what's been your approach to that? Of course, kind of you want some local teachers, you've said that already, but what is what has been your kind of your remit? Well, uh, first years, we had a, a lots of help of Johanna, my, my wife, uh, who's, uh, when we met, she traveled a lot a lot uh, just to yoga, just to do yoga just to meet teachers she was so curious and she she did uh, teacher trainings all over the world with different teachers and so so uh, she was in la she was in new york a few times every year in london and doing yoga and so uh, i would go there uh, and to a studio with her and, and they already knew her i was like we're in new york we're doing three different yoga studios in a day and when we we come in they say hey johanna you're back and we're like what <laughs> so she she was really you know the the main key to invite international teacher and the right international teachers because we, we didn't know so the first year she created the, the full program with us of course but mm-hmm. she was the key to uh, uh, to get them here and to select them because some teachers are very hard to get if you just uh, send an email because if they don't know you, they, they go, oh, is, is this festival gonna really gonna be? Yeah. Uh, will it be cancelled? Are they for real? We have never we hadn't done it before. So the first year you really have years you really have to prove yourself as a festival to get the teachers that you want. And mm-hmm. she was our key to get the teachers that we wanted without even having a track record of good uh, events. It can be yeah. it can be hard, can't it? Because I know, <clears throat> as kind of not yoga outsiders, but people that don't really that didn't initially know the yoga industry and the yoga teachers deeply, to work out who is 
successful and who is good at teaching or who is good at teaching a, a hard space, of course, you can look at social media and of course, social but, media. But we couldn't back then. No, oh, they yeah. didn't. Exist. Oh well, not not back then. Then no. It wasn't even it was no social media. Oh my god. Oh, well. Facebook. No. Oh, god. But like, even even now, though, my point being, like, you could look at social media and see someone with lots of followers, but you don't know if that converts yeah. to teaching. Like, have yeah, they yeah, taught? Yeah, have yeah. they taught in it? And vice versa. You know, you could have someone yeah, yeah. who's the most incredible teacher that can hold hundreds of people in the space, but doesn't yeah. have. Like, I don't think Rusty has a massive following, but what a wonderful teacher he is and how good is he at kind of not holding just the space, holding the whole conference. He's amazing, in isn't, sense, he? isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that you can only know by experience. Mm. So we've, we've been in, uh, in LA a few times and, and uh, New York and uh, London as well. So we try to, to, to go to as many teachers as we can while traveling and, and, and try to, you can, you can get the feeling just from one class. Oh, oh this is, <clears throat> this is someone we, that we really want in our events. Yeah. We did a really cool, uh, uh, retreat, you can call it. We we we, we organized a, a trip to New York, uh, and we brought people from Sweden to New York, a full group. Oh wow! Yeah, and we call it uh, Yoga Games, uh, the New York Yoga Experience. Yeah, New York Experience. New York Yoga Experience. So each day we 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 went to three different studios with three different teachers. And we were there for five days, so the whole group went to uh, 15 or 16 different studios and teachers, and they got to see New York by going to different oh, studios. Wow. <laughs> so, so we tried to, to meet as many teachers as we can and get, uh, get a picture of them teaching before we invite them. For like teachers listening, do you yeah. think, that I, I believe this, there is a very different skill from teaching a public class, a drop-in public class that has 20 to 40 people and teaching a class full of 100 people at a conference, like completely different skills. Like one is a little bit about entertainment slightly mm -hmm. as well. So like how is there anything you would say about that, that the difference in teaching classes to conference? You can, you can see, I mean, we can see difference between teachers now who has been with us for a while they yeah. know exactly how to take these really big groups and if you're not used to that and you like you say you can be a really good teacher in a smaller group but it's it's you need to do something extra when there's really big classes with 100 200 people and but but we can see that that uh, uh, teachers have who have been us for a while have been are much much better today to yeah like like you said entertain or, mm. or yeah so to speak. Have either yeah. of you? Sorry, go on, Andres. Yeah, I think also it's a, it's a it's like you said, Adam. It, it's a different skill, and also uh, if you if you run if you are one of these big teachers like you are, uh, you can also you can fill, you can have a big room with uh, teachers and beginners mm. and you can still teach so so you can challenge them all at the same time and that's that makes it a great teacher for us we always have a hard thing to communicate that people in sweden students they don't think they're good enough they have not experienced enough to go to uh, an international teacher mm. they think oh i'm not really? good enough yeah, yeah it's a problem we have well i'm not good enough to go to adam's class i only teach once a week for 10 years wow. Oh. Uh, 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 we're like, well, it's it's not like they are. It's harder. It's like they're better. It's not like they're doing the hardest and most advanced class. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it's kind of hard for us to communicate that international, well-known teachers are not 
more advanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met, I met one, one. I met yeah, I met one one girl. She was doing yoga for like yeah, four years, five years, three times in a week, and yeah, I'm maybe maybe ready for yoga games. Really? What? Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. Th- then, then, then we are not too good at co- communicate the, that part of uh, yoga games. Yeah. Can I? Can I, with... I can I be honest? Oh. One second. One. Th- you say good enough for yoga games. When I first heard about yoga games, I admit. <laughs> what I, are you thinking? I thought <laughs> not good enough. I, no, no. I thought it's the equivalent of like a CrossFit Games. It's some kind of yoga <laughs> competition. That was what yeah. was in my head initially. I was like, is it yeah. like the CrossFit Games for yoga? Like, oh my god, they ruined a brand. They ruined a brand. <laughs> started before them. Oh, really did you? Oh, oh, really? Yeah, it was before them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. now, uh, yeah. It, it, we 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 chose the name back in the days just to to play with it because yoga was so stereotyped. It was it right or wrong? It was you do yoga, you're not doing yoga. This is the right yoga. This is the wrong yoga. And it was everything. It was kind of different back then. Back then, uh, eleven years ago, 10, twelve years ago. So we kind of chose the name just to, to be playful. It's mm. a yoga game. You come here, you play around, it's like a game and you, and you, you always win. But uh, yeah, now we're having, uh, it, it, then the CrossFit Games started, the Hunger Games came and it made it more <laughs> difficult for us. <laughs> so, so nowadays we're more uh, questioned about why, why do we pick that name? Yeah. That's it's just, what you said before about people again being scared. And like, what is an international teacher? That I think can apply to kind of all teaching. Mm-hmm. Like, what is you know a level two class? You know, some teachers teach you know teacher like level one, level two, level three. What is a level two? What is a level three? Am I ready? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to describe that. I have that issue wow. when people say, oh, "Oh, Adam, you're doing a level two class. Am I ready for it?" You know, in their head, it's just handstands. It's literally mm-hmm. seventy-five yeah, minutes yeah, of yeah. handstands, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. almost never teach handstands. It's just not a thing for me. A level two class is all about just assuming that people know what chaturanga is that i don't have to explain the obvious and i can go into a little bit more detail and yes i'll offer some more advanced options but it doesn't really make the experience any more intense but it is so hard to communicate that isn't it and especially when you i guess you run a conference and you can't write chapters on what each you could get a little summary of the teacher is all you can really do so yeah how how have you navigated that well, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. We try to label the classes with like restorative, mm-hmm. flow, experienced, so so they kind of know uh, what the class will be. Uh, but, but it's really hard. And sometimes they came to us and I went to this class and it was really not just a flow class. This was an experience class. And we were like, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, we, we really thought. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, so, and someone else and someone else on the same class is saying the opposite. So Yeah, exactly. Oh. So, yeah, they all got their own experience and yeah. their own um, opinion about what, what is an experience class and what is yeah. And what class. is experience full stop? Is it, I've done one class, I'm experienced. Yeah. Because you get a lot yeah, of yeah, exactly. you get a lot yeah. of optimistic people. Like I teach a level two <laughs> class on a Saturday morning, and I also teach kind of an easier class before it, which is early on a Saturday morning. And yeah. sometimes on the, on that second class, you know, I've got people that are actually very new to yoga, and either they just think, well, I've got I've done one class, I'm experienced, <laughs> or maybe they just can't be bothered together. And it, <laughs> I bet there's probably something interesting in a cultural level because I will notice different things in different areas of London. That when oh, okay. I teach, ah. may, when I teach maybe a level two class in an area that is kind of wealthier, maybe there is a more ingrained confidence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so people think, okay, I'm ready for that. 
or where I teach it in a, in a different area of London where maybe there is less overt success, whatever that means, and less wealth, people are a little bit more reserved. Think, oh, well, maybe I'm not ready for that. And maybe yeah. there is something, I guess, in Swedish culture. Are people generally confident, would you say, about or more humble? Very humble, yeah. yeah very, uh, very humble. scared to to be the uh, worst one in the class. Oh. Yeah, very scared. Yeah, the, uh, Swedish people are very afraid of uh, making fool of themselves, uh, not being able to to maintain uh, the level. Yeah, it's so, so the- that, that's something. That's what we really struggle with when marketing. That, anyone can come mm. just with an interest of yoga you can come and oh, you yeah. will get something out of this uh, conference yeah do you feel like you've made any big mistakes or errors throughout your yoga games journey or perceived mistakes that you wouldn't mind sharing wow we are we are perfect <laughs> no, right moving lots on lots of mistakes uh, lots of mistakes uh, <laughs> I, I do i know one one really good mistake we did we, we did <laughs> we, we had we had yoga games this uh, i mean was a really it's a really good fest, festival and we start another yoga festival called prana festival in the same city <laughs> that was I mean we, we had okay we, we had uh, this yoga games is on the winter time and uh, it's, it's indoors and now we're going to do it outdoors and um, and uh, have more music and festival uh, but anyway it was we, we took for uh, I mean we, 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 we took from yoga games uh, we couldn't see it uh, afterwards that was not a good uh, it was not a good uh, thing to do. <laughs> Is that because people just didn't see the link between them or people would only go to one in a year? Like what was yeah, One in a year, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So don't create your yeah. own competition is the lesson. No, don't do that. No, that's <laughs> stupid. Uh, you can add other competitors. Not, not competi- be, don't be a competitor to yourself. <laughs> just adding so much stress into the mix there. <laughs> and how have you dealt with any not conflict but have you had any negative reaction like especially like when you created a band the yoga games where people like oh what is yoga yoga isn't fun yoga is serious or (laughs) had any negative reaction to this isn't what yoga should be or there shouldn't be shops in the yoga con how have you kind of dealt with that yeah mostly in the beginning because uh, as we see here in sweden back then it was more like right or wrong uh, there was the, the, the good yoga, the traditional yoga, and the, the new yoga. It wasn't that accepted and it was not real, some people said, uh, and uh, whatever. Uh, but nowadays it's, it's not like that. Now it's more accepted. Uh, yoga is, uh, is, is, a, is a bigger world, word in Sweden now that, that um, any, any kind of yoga is accepted within that word. But the first years, it was like, well, is it Kundalini or Stanga? These are the real, <laughs> or, uh, these are the real yoga. And if you're not one of those, you, you, you shouldn't call it yoga. So, but uh, so we kind of struggle with that. Uh, and and and, ba- and back then, there were no uh, no yoga at the gyms. I mean, now all the gyms have yoga, and uh, I mean, big companies uh, do benefits on on the yoga uh, yoga world. Uh, I mean, to do, be more yogi, yogish or how to call it. So, I mean, it's, it's a different scene today in the society and everybody, almost everybody have tried yoga in some way, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Amazing. Yeah, yoga was very underground. It was very, you know, in in small locations. Uh, and, in strange, uh, strange, strange people doing strange things. I mean. <laughs> still is, still is though. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> There's still lots of weirdness in a lovely way. Lots of weirdness in yeah. yoga. Uh, and uh, I guess I'm intrigued. So the two of you kind of created this with some support on the side. How did you, yeah. I guess, from like an operational level, working with the team, like work out who should do what, like delegating based on skills and working out what other people you should bring in to help with certain elements of the project? Like just intrigued on an operational level, like how you manage that, who should do it's, what, etc. We trial and error, you know. Yeah. Uh, and we still do uh, changes in that. Uh, a few years ago, uh, David did one festival and I, and I did another. So we had 100% uh, separated. I, I do Stockholm, he did Gothenburg, for example. Uh, but nowadays we do, I, I do the, the marketplace, the stands. David does the teachers uh, communication. I do the web page. So we still we still try to find, um, we do to, to find a way that, to do what you best at if, if david is better at something he should do that if i'm better at something i should do that and so and that's always hard and, and which will still try to find the best way to 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 do, to do this and do you feel you've learned anything from any of the teachers mainly me tell me what you've learned from me no i'm joking <laughs> is there anything you feel like you've learned i guess you've said rusty already told you something wonderful but any lessons you've learned kind of from being around so many yoga teachers or other spiritual teachers or alike? I, I think, uh, uh, Adam, uh, I mean, Andreas is is the most organized guy if you, you could compare me and Andreas. <laughs> and Andreas, he, he want to have everything like boom, boom, boom. And he, he thinks you are the one, one, one best teacher to work with, Adam, Andreas, because you Perfect. are a little bit like Andreas. You said it's this, dun, dun. It's not, uh, and it's very, it's very easy for Andreas to communicate with you. <laughs> yeah, straight shooter, Adam. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Joe, I can see that from behind you, your bookshelf. Everything is color coded. Yes, of course. Just like Adam. I love. Adam's done the same. Do you know what? I, I, I'm not a fan of back and forward emails. Like one email should convey know, everything. Yeah. It should just be yeah, everything. It went out done. <laughs> but when you try to communicate with 25 teachers at the same time, I yeah. really appreciate your being straightforward and asking the questions. And uh, so that's it. Yes, this is 100. Do you know what? Bullet yeah. points are underrated in oh, emails. They're not very social, yeah. but bullet points <laughs> with a bold heading. <laughs> should we just leave these two to it, David? You know me. Yes. But, but, but I, 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 I really like when, when, when I have a teacher and it's very difficult to co communicate because I think, oh, because oh, he or she, she, she can't say anything. What, what are you doing? And I think that they are really, they are not good at, at this at all to commun communicate. And I think, oh, they must be really, really good in something else. Hopefully to be very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and have oh. you managed to get any, anything, I guess, more, sp not spiritual, but anything inspiring from kind of the teachers you met? Then I know, of course, you don't have time to attend classes, but you have that lovely kind of green room where often there's a lot of opening up in the yoga teacher green room. Like you know, people share their mm. stories and really like, have you taken anything from that that has helped you keep going and inspired you on your journey? I, I really, really like a line from a teacher that says that if you are 
when you have done your yoga class and you and and you're not feeling kinder, then you have done and some something else. <laughs> I like mm. that. Yeah, I think I think we learn all the time. It's kind of hard to just pick something out, but, yeah. but just being around and, and and we always try to, to look into the each class like five five ten minutes to, to get a feeling from the class. So, so I think it's, it's a process we learn every time. Yeah. Uh, like we talked about in the beginning, uh, like Brett Moran comes in and do his his journey. You learn from that. You, it makes you more humble, and and every teacher has got there way of saying thing you can hear the same thing 10 times but it, every teacher says it a little differently yeah. and yeah. sometimes it lands uh, yeah. better on you or, or it lands it talks to you mm -hmm. but it's the same thing as another teacher said but uh, just uh, the way they said it, it was, okay yeah it clicks that, and, that's right and yeah. that's part of the skill of being a teacher isn't it is really i think it's not about the knowledge you have it's your ability to communicate that knowledge and you don't need yeah. to be everything to everyone. You can, you, you know, like Brett, a lot of people would not like Brett's teaching, but he doesn't need everyone to like it. He needs some people to really love it and really resonate it with it. And that, that's what changes the world, being yeah, an effective yeah. communicator to some people. And as a yeah. side note, those green rooms you create are such lovely spaces. And, and, and what you create betwe between the teachers is lovely. And you know, I've been to conferences before where sometimes teachers just don't have any interest in the interaction with mm -hmm. other teachers uh, or you know really keep themselves to themselves and of course there could be other reasons for that but i really love it when you know in that green room i you know i'll chat to teachers that have been teaching for 50 like 40 years or something obscene and, mm -hmm. and you have shared connections or when teachers that are like really really famous in certain conferences actually make an effort to chat. to be around like one yeah. of the teachers i love for that is dave stringer oh. who must have yeah, been yeah. to thousands of yoga conferences <laughs> over the year and yet i was yeah. with him at another conference uh i think yeah i, I he's been to yoga games but i did i never really yeah, met him properly yeah. at yoga games i met him at another conference and he was just there you know he went out for the dinner he had drinks mm. he was just a general all-round lovely guy that wanted to engage and We're i think that's a really really special thing when yeah. teachers do that yeah yeah, yeah, we want to offer the opportunity, but then we still uh, understand that people don't don't want to to communicate. Sometimes yeah. they, they want to keep them to themselves. So, we, but we want to create the opportunity to to be around because some people travel a lot by themselves. So they they, they want the company. They want they want like a, a room and they mm. want to to meet people and chat people. They're very social, uh, but some people are not. But we we love that green room as well. Yeah. We love to 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 be in there to to. Uh, because um, we, there's a lot of stories in that green room that when people they share experience and they talk about uh, where they've been and, and the other other teachers and classes they've done and, and not done. So yeah, it's cool, isn't it? And they meet some yeah, nice people. I remember Pal. What's his name again? Pal. Is it Pal? Like the, the most meditation? handsome man in the world. Teacher. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. 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 And he has. Uh, you have not seen it yet because we are starting this. I think we had a starting it in Stockholm when you were there last time. We have something called conscious talks nowadays on mm. uh, yoga games. Okay. And Paul is the moderator, and um, he is. So it's one hour to talk to the, the different questions for the teachers. We have. We are between three or four teachers and he's moderate uh, for an hour and uh, oh, wow. have questions wow. and it's, it's a really nice beautiful thing oh that sounds amazing oh, cool. we're going to do... do some little quick fire questions for you now okay is cool. there anything that you've recently purchased <laughs> under a hundred pound ish that has made a difference to your life in the lockdown period <laughs> any good purchase it could be anything 
could be anything that made an impact on our lives. It could be some kind of new filing system. <laughs> <laughs> Color coded. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, Johanna's bookshelf. Uh, oh, both organized. <laughs> uh, well, that's a hard one. I guess it's something for the kids because if they're happy, I'm happy. So, oh, uh, good, good but solution. I, like, <laughs> but I can't find it. This <laughs> specific thing. Yeah. If you had, if you had more time, what would you do more of? Uh, family time not working mm. <laughs> not, not, not working spend time with the family easy yeah yeah more time with the family and do more strange cool uh, educations courses yeah what kind of stuff would you go would you do now maybe some breathing stuff or some i don't know some mushroom thing or something <laughs> have you seen that have you seen that documentary oh, on yeah. netflix fantastic fungi which uh which one fantastic fungi okay it's quite new it's quite new it's maybe the last six months it's amazing it's, it's all about okay. it's all about mushrooms fungi really yeah. really well produced it's incredible yeah yeah We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can do it. Are you re are you reading anything at the moment that's a particularly inspiring? <laughs> Not no. really. I'm 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 gonna buy the new Sladan Ibrahimovic book, but it's kind of out of topic. I don't know how much. You're, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Save that for another time. Listeners who know who that is, he's a famous Swedish football player. So he's a famous yeah. Swedish uh, yoga teacher. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I wonder how he done. Yeah. Hang on, is he Swedish? <laughs> yes. Uh, why did I not yes. know? He doesn't He's the look, most he famous Swedish of all times. He doesn't look Swedish. He doesn't oh, seem Swedish. No, no, we're mixed. We're mixed I, I just, I yeah. don't, for whatever reason, it never clicked to me that he was actually Swedish. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot, clearly. Oh. Is there, hey, right, let's tell us now about the yoga games experience. Give, give us like the elevator pitch of why should people, <laughs> especially, of course, people in Sweden, but why should people make a journey to come to yoga games? Because we had a, a fantastic mix between teachers, international teachers and uh, local teachers. And we have this nice marketplace. And I think we we heard that we have one of the best energy ever and, uh, in, uh, in, in a yoga festival. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, it's a, it's a great place to, to, to be around like-minded people, to meet new friends. Uh, we, we've have, we always hear stories that we met here six years ago when we were in the same class with the mat Aww. next to each other. And now we, we, we come to the, the, the events together. So it's a great way to, to, find, uh, to meet like-minded people. Uh, yeah. And they're just to meet yourself. Okay. Yeah. And they're just fantastic cities, aren't they? Just actually making like a little weekend holiday of it. Mm. They're just yeah, all yeah. in fantastic cities to be in. Yeah. And yeah. so to give us some dates. Yep. Stockholm is next up. It's the uh, end of January, uh, 28 to 30 of January, 2022. Uh, next up is uh, Malmö, south of Sweden. Uh, and it's April, 8 to 10. And then it's Gothenburg, May 6 to 8. So uh, it's, we've got three events coming up before summer. Yeah, and then we have uh, Oslo and uh, Copenhagen uh, next autumn. We have not the dates ready yet. I can't wait to come back and now. Maybe, and maybe one more city. Maybe one more Maybe, city. maybe. <laughs> Exciting. <Coming> <laughs> Amazing. Well, we'll, I guess we will see you in January. Yeah. 
Oh, we will. Yes. We will. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Can't, can't wait. Thank you so Thank much, guys. Thank you. So good to chat. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.